not working. What was that noise? I see something outside. Don't go out there! Prepare yourselves for a dark and twisted tale. Wanna play a game? How long can you survive? I think it's fair to say that Tori and I are still in shock, everyone. We, we decided for the uh, Thanksgiving spirit to watch the movie Thanksgiving. If you have not seen this movie, oh, buckle up and everyone welcome back to Tales of Grin. This is your host, Tyler. And I'm Tori. And, uh, yeah, thanks, Killing. You know, I've never once finished the movie all the way through. I've seen probably about a quarter into it. Last night, Tor and I watched the entire thing. The movie's only an hour long, and that felt like the longest hour of my entire life. Oh, God. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I know I was the one that wanted to watch it, that wanted to do the Thanksgiving special and all of that stuff, but my god. You were not prepared. No. I literally tried to make a list of everything that was wrong with the movie, and not even halfway through said movie, I just literally put down, I give up. I, there's... So many things that could be fixed that I just want to rant on, and yeah, that's basically going to be our podcast episode this week. That being said, spoilers, as is our tradition for the movie reviews, we are going to be reviewing it, giving it a number, <laughs> and... <laughs> One. Let's start with the opening shot, Tori. As the movie begins, we get a, um, a fun little shot of just a woman's boob. And, um, she is this pilgrim with basically her shirt cut out to the point where her boobs are hanging out. And she's dubbed the Naked Pilgrim on the title credits because it's on Amazon Prime. You can hit pause, see what the person's playing, who the actor is. And this woman's just running through the woods with her boobs out and just wearing a pilgrim outfit. And then we get shots of this, like, pink-colored vision. I guess it's supposed to be, like, heat vision, like Predator. As the turkey's like running after this woman, and eventually he catches her and kills her, and he goes, Gobble, gobble, mother. So, yeah, uh, mother effer. <laughs> yes. Oh no, he also says, uh, nice tits. Oh, that's right. He does. Wow, what an opening for a movie. I just. Yeah, just. I can't with it. It was really bad. And then we get to the shot of, you know, our five main characters who fit the horror archetype. Just just really right on the nose, stereotypical. Yeah, so to start off with, we have Allie, who is the slut archetype. Then we have Billy, who is the redneck kind of comic relief. He's the one that's like always drinking, always eating. At one point, he has fries that he's eating, and I'm like, how the heck do you have those? when you're trying to do other things, I don't know. And then there's Kristen, who's the typical final girl, really sweet, always covered up, falls for the jock, all that stuff. And then there's Johnny, who is the jock. 
who basically they're all in college. He's the quarterback. Well, second line quarterback, which actually uh, comes into play later on in the movie with his father. And the last one is Darren, who is the classic nerd who of does, the group. Yeah, he's like not friends with any of them, but he's like, thanks for bringing me, guys. And he gets like way too close to everyone. Well, he's best friends with Billy. And then, yeah, he basically just becomes easy friends, quote unquote, with everyone else. Yeah. Oh, man. And... Let's okay. The acting alone is just so bad. This movie's so hard to watch. Like the first time we see Billy, it's Thanksgiving break, and he like comes down out of this like building, and he just rips open his shirt and goes Thanksgiving break. Almost like it's spring break or summer break. Just like woo, but no, it's Thanksgiving, which is apparently something to celebrate. To rip open your shirt for. Yeah. Then, of course, we see Allie walking, and she goes, oh, and then she lifts her shirt up, too, basically. But you don't see her breast because she has a bra on, luckily. Right, and then she's like, oh, I bet Johnny likes my boobs. Which, yeah, <laughs> the whole time in the movie, she's trying to, like, hit on and get with Johnny, but Johnny obviously loves the final girl, Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. I just, okay, let's just talk about Allie as a character. There's that one point in the movie where someone says something really stupid. I think they're telling the turkey story for the first time. And she goes, oh, wow, that story's as stupid as I am. Like, they really tried to make her the, this, like, dumb, flirtatious character. And, oh, my God. The car breaks down at one point, and they're all looking under the hood, trying to see, like, what broke down and, like, what they can fix. And she's like... Oh, I think it's a flat tire. Yeah. Like, they... what? <laughs> oh, my God. She wasn't even, like, a dumb blonde either. She had, like, black hair, so they weren't even playing off that stereotype, which is shocking because this entire movie is riddled with stereotypes. The thing about this movie is that it, it spawned such a huge cult following that it got a sequel that was fan-funded a third movie, and a musical. And the director, who also voices the killer, like, the killer turkey, he is also an intern of Wes Craven. Or was. And this movie was made in 2009, and I was just like, wow. It completely blew me away. I just had to throw that little, uh, nugget of info in there. I know, Wes Craven. You would think that the movie would be better, but... I mean, he purposely made a terrible movie. Like, there's no way he had to go into this thing with all these lines of dialogue and half the things that, like, happen in there with him being like, oh, this is a serious movie. Maybe because there are so many things wrong with it, like, prop-wise, character-wise, dialogue-wise, just everything. Like, I could kind of get that point, but at the same time, I'm like... This looks like such a college-made film that they had on such a small budget. Like, I think they only had, what, like 20 people in it? Something like that? Like If that. Yeah, I think in the credits there were like 15 to 20 people or something like that. I was not expecting much from the movie. 
I warned you so much going into this. I know. The and turkey is literally a puppet. Hand puppet. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, I thought for some reason that it would be a little bit better or people would actually, you know, question the talking murderous turkey. But no, everyone seems to be dumb as rocks. Actually, that would be an insult to rocks. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, there's that one point, so the final girl character, she basically goes home, and she has a sheriff dad, and the uh, the sheriff is clearly the, the sheriff, because at his home, he's constantly wearing his uniform, you know, big cowboy hat with a giant star in the front, he has this mustache that is glued onto his face, it's not even a real mustache, and he just, he says the most stupidest things. And he gets killed by the turkey at one point. Yeah, like, he actually starts, like, making friends with the turkey a little bit. And then the turkey goes to leave. Because he's like, if he says one more thing, I'm going to kill him. And then the sheriff calls him, like, a duck. He's like, he's an odd little duck. And then the turkey's like, oh, god damn it. And he turns around and obviously kills him. The most ridiculous thing about that interaction was the fact that the turkey literally just had glasses on with a fake nose, and the sheriff was like, oh, you must be one of my daughter's friends. So he invites him in for a cup of coffee, and they're just kind of like sitting there awkwardly making small talk. The sheriff is wearing a giant turkey costume, because he's supposed to be going to the annual Thanksgiving policeman ball. And I just, I can't with it. And then the turkey kills him, and then all the kids show up, and you have, you know, this tiny, like, one-and-a-half-foot-tall turkey puppet. And he has a rubber face of the sheriff's face on his, like, on him. And the daughter's like, oh, Dad, you look a little different. And he's just like, oh, uh, yeah, you know. Just... Lifts his hat, and then she's like, oh, you got a haircut. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, and God. it's it's very obvious it's the turkey with the sheriff's face glued onto him, and it's just ridiculous. Oh my God, this movie was insane. Oh, this was also after, I feel like, one of the stupidest scenes with Allie. Her last scene. Oh my God, her death scene. So we see Allie in her house. She is bringing some boy back because, you know slut archetype and of course they start having sex clothes on doggy whatever the turkey kills the boyfriend and then takes her from behind oh yeah she has sex with the turkey puppet and because she's facing the wall she doesn't realize that it's not her boyfriend anymore and then of course the turkey you know finishes and he goes I just stuffed you like a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> or I think it was actually like, you just got stuffed. Oh yeah, like, something like that. His one-liners are just like, the writers of this movie probably just listed out a bunch of like sexual Thanksgiving puns that they could use. And were like, okay, this one would be perfect in this scene or... How can we spin a scene to have, like, this line in it? Like, that's probably what they ended up doing. Most likely. I'm pretty sure the director was the writer. He was also the turkey. But the worst line in the movie 
had to come from Kristen regarding Allie saying that her legs are harder to close than the John Bonet Ramsey case. She made that joke multiple times throughout the film. Why would you say something like that? What in your right mind makes you think that the death of a little girl and her open case of who murdered her would be a good line in a movie? Yeah, like, and it, the thing is, it came so, it was so out of nowhere when it was made. And they made it multiple times. I was just like, well, come on, guys. Yeah, and the second time that she said it, everyone's like, oh, that was a funny joke. Like, never heard that one before. Even though she literally just said it, like, ten minutes prior. Uh, can we talk about Darren and Billy's uh, best friend montage when Billy oh. dies? Oh my god, they literally have a song about it. About now being a dead best friend. They have this whole montage of them, like, sharing ice cream, holding hands, and skipping through a field. Playing hide-and-seek in a park, just... Oh, God. That was as bad as the song in Birdemic. The hanging out, hanging out with family <laughs> song when they're at, like, the karaoke <laughs> bar. Oh, my God. What about the little backstory of, um, of Johnny and his dad? When they literally cut to basically, I think it's just, like, him and his dad dad and like a montage of like him when he was younger and the audio is either so bad it basically sounds muted and old and kind of echoey and oh my god it was just unneeded and the whole thing with Johnny and his dad is that his dad is upset that Johnny is the second string quarterback instead of first string so the dad doesn't want to talk to him until Johnny goes outside following the dad and lies to him saying, you know, guess what, dad? I made first string. I'm a full quarterback. And then, of course, they hug. The dad's happy. And then the dad gets killed. Head is sawn off. And the turkey is basically like, hey, Johnny, go long and throws the dad's head at him. Like, it's a football. And none of them seem, like, these big tragic things that happen. Like a death? Or divorce. Literally, the first scene that we see the sheriff, he's with his wife, Kristen's stepmom, apparently. And she gives him a cup of coffee. He's like, oh, this coffee tastes like shit. She's like, you know what? I did shit in it. And you see the coffee pot oh with the deuce in it and she's like i want a divorce and then the dad calls christian and at the end of their conversation because he's kind of like checking up on her making sure that she's driving okay all of that stuff and at the end of the conversation he's like oh yeah and your stepmama left me and like it's just, nothing and we just got a shot of christian in the car and she just kind of like smiles and like oh, okay and then just hangs up <laughs> Yeah, and then the death, like, yeah, they freak out a little bit, being just like, why? No, daddy! And then everything seems to be fine. Yeah. Like, at one point, they go back to Kristen's house after killing the turkey. 
Like, the dad's body is still there in the kitchen. Oh, they did not call the police. They did not move any of the dead bodies whatsoever. No. Like, they find Billy's body just, like, next to the street, which I am still confused how he died. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> like, they just leave him there. I just... So, for his death, you see him walking down a, you know, a dark street and like he's really hungry trying to find food and we know he's very hungry because he keeps saying for the past like five minutes in the movie god i'm so hungry i could eat anything i want food i'm gonna go try and get some food but anyway he starts hallucinating that there's a cooked turkey i don't even want to say that it's obviously fake it's like ridiculously fake it's like someone photoshopped and <laughs> A cooked turkey <laughs> on the grass. Yeah. And he picks it up, but you can also kind of see through the turkey, like they lowered the opacity on it. And you just see him holding nothing as this like image of the turkey is like in his hands. And you can hear the killer turkey's voice. But like you just see him like move this image of the turkey towards his mouth and like, like he's eating something. And then all of a sudden the turkey just bursts through his stomach. And yeah, like, did he just eat the turkey whole? Like, how did that happen? Did yeah. the turkey go into, like, this spirit form or something? Like, Or did the turkey attack him from behind? Like, I don't, I don't get I it. I think he burst through the chest because you don't see any wound on his back. That's it's true. It's just through his chest. I just, I was blown away. I was like, this makes no sense. Oh, and then the turkey only comes to life every 505 years. And it's supposed to kill um, a bunch of white people that destroyed his land. And apparently there are many books about this legend. Right. Which, how can it be a legend if it's every 500 years? Like, lower it down to every 100 years or something like that. Every like, 500 Every 505 years. years just... What? <laughs> oh, and in that line when they're first telling the story, like Darren's explaining like how the turkey works and everything. And then Johnny goes, let me guess. It's going to be uh, 505 years today, right? And he's he goes, like, no, but it will be in 45 minutes. I was like, is there a date on that book or in that story? Like what, what is going on? <laughs> and then we have also the side storyline of the old hermit. Who is going through the woods with his dog, what was it, Lucky? Mm hmm And the dog gets killed by the turkey. Because the dog ends up peeing on its grave or where it's sleeping. And then it wakes up the turkey. Which, the first thing that I get upset about with this old hermit is his misuse of the word hag. And him talking to himself? No, he literally calls himself a hag. But yeah, he, like, the dog goes off. And you want to tell them how the turkey is reincarnated or, like, wakes up? Oh, yeah, no, I kind of mentioned it briefly, but the dog pees on where he's sleeping, and that's where he wakes up, and he's like, what the heck? And then he kills the dog immediately. On a very stereotypical type of totem. Na yeah, like a Native American totem. So the, the old man's whole purpose is he's tracking down the turkey, and then, you know, eventually the turkey kind of reveals himself to the group, but the old man kind of saved them during the night. That's when all the all the college students go back off on their Thanksgiving break trip because the car broke down, but they were magically able to fix it the morning the next morning. 
the turkey is now trying to track these five people down for whatever reason. I don't know why. He, like, hitchhikes at one point. And this person pulls over for this turkey, and he opens the door, and the guy tells the turkey, uh, ass, grass, or gas. And the turkey's like, oh, well, I don't have gas. So he, like, turns around and bends over, and this guy, like, starts to unbutton his pants, about to have sex with the turkey. And then all of a sudden, the turkey pulls out this giant double-barrel shotgun out of nowhere, and, like, puts it up to his face. And the guy's like, no, please don't shoot, I, ha I have a daughter. And he goes... Okay, call her. So he calls his daughter as he has the gun against his face. And he's like, hi, sweetheart. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll be home later. And then the turkey shoots him in the head. And then hops in the car. And then magically starts driving the car. He's got little legs. I don't know how he's reaching the pedals. And he goes off to now go hunt after the college students. It was, it blew me away. I was just like, why? <laughs> and now let's talk about the ending, Tori. First, I want to talk about that dang book that they found. They couldn't even choose an actual book and just put a little paper cover over it. No, if you look closely at it, it's literally a folded up piece of cardboard with a picture on it. Like they printed out the title and like the back page and stuff like that, put it on a piece of cardboard and Along with words, the nerd has to decipher a math equation because logic in order to find out how to kill him. Like, and this math equation told him that they have to do this demonic chant backwards and burn the turkey at a stake like, like a, a witch. witch. I don't know how you get that from a math equation, but sure. So they end up basically doing that. Oh, at one point, the turkey, they, they shoot it with a shotgun like the old man does. And then it comes back as a radioactive turkey because they threw it in a regular garbage can. And there's a nuclear waste sign on a regular garbage can. So he comes back even stronger than before. Also, I feel like the teepee turned into a TARDIS type of thing because it looks so small outside. And then it was so big on the inside. Literally, all three of them can fit in the teepee with the turkey who's like cooking something or watching TV or whatever. Which they just took so many stereotypes of Native Americans like teepees. There was a dream catcher that was hanging above the teepee's door that I saw. The teepee itself, feathers, just everything. And I'm like, how about you be a little bit more creative and not stereotypical? <laughs> yeah, so anyways, they end up as they're talking and doing this big plan outside the teepee where the turkey is. Because apparently the turkey doesn't hear the car coming up or see the blaring headlights. Right. So they're like, okay, we need to tie him up. So then Johnny luckily has some rope in his back pocket. And a lighter. And a lighter. But literally it's just like string. And then Darren sneaks up behind the turkey in the uh, in the teepee while the other two are distracting it, and like basically just wraps the the string around him. And now the turkey's tied up. So ridiculous. And then of course later on, I know we've bounced around a lot in this episode. It felt like chaos, but that's what it felt like watching this movie. But later on, after like the turkey gets tied up and shot, and then becomes radioactive, he comes back, kills Johnny with an electric carving knife, and then. The main girl, uh, Kristen, basically, like, kicks the turkey into a 
perfectly set up bonfire stacked stick thing. And, <laughs> and it goes up in flames. And the turkey burns to death. And then a magic turkey leg shoots out of the fire and she just starts eating it. And then, of course, we get a nice little card, like written card at the end saying, The turkey will be back. In space. space. Oh my god. What? And that, everyone, is a... Thanks, Killing. I am not thankful for this movie. There is... Oh my god. You know, I would usually say that if you haven't seen this movie, go see it. <laughs> but I just want to say watch the trailer and judge for yourself. Because it is so ridiculous. Such a low-budget type of film. Like I said, bad acting, bad writing. props, bad writing, bad this, bad that. Just no logic to the story. Like, I love and hate how everyone is okay with just a talking turkey. Like, nobody freaks out. Right. They don't even freak just, out over a death. Even the hermit. Like, when you see the turkey standing over the dead dog. And the hermit comes over and he's like, what happened to my dog? And the turkey's like, oh, it, he had a little accident. Accident. Because he Quote used an unquote. axe to kill the dog. <laughs> like, the hermit doesn't even question why a turkey is talking. He's just like, oh, what type of accident? And then it gets onto that whole, like, axe pun and all of that stuff. Him killing the dog or whatever. But yeah, this movie is just so ridiculous. Yeah, and on that note, I'm giving it a 2 out of 10 in hopes that the director knew that he was purposely trying to make something terrible. <laughs> I give it a 1. Okay. Only because I can't give it a 0 or a negative. Yeah. On that note, um, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We will see you next week. See ya. <laughs>